We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 89, year three. Today, we're going to talk about, well, the World Series of Poker, which ended almost a month ago. Sorry, I haven't been on. Uh, sports, the NFL, politics. Oh, my God. There's so much to talk about. The Mouthpiece is next. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the mouthpiece. Oh, it's been a while, everybody. Uh, let's see, we had uh, six weeks of the World Series and one month since the series ended. Um, I was going to do a podcast uh, the second the series ended. I was going to do it... Uh, like uh, three days after the series ended, uh, I ended up not. And as uh, if you haven't known yet or uh, wanted to know, so um, Flash got real sick and uh, it didn't look, the doctors, you know, they gave him, he got sick second week of the series. The doctor then thought he had two weeks to live then he had a retinal hemorrhage. Then the doctor said no more than two weeks again. And now that was like nine weeks ago. And he's still going. And so I've been just pretty much staying home with him 24-7 since the series ended. Like I'm kind of like afraid to leave him. So... um, that's pretty much uh, what I've been uh, doing. Uh, The World Series, uh, it was interesting. I ended up overall losing 5,000 on the series. Now, I lost a little bit more uh, in the tournaments, but I won 62k in a cash game and lost 27,000 more in a cash game for a net profit of 35,000 in the cash games. Uh, the <clears throat> the tournaments I on paper I probably lost around 83, but. The tournaments I had the most of myself in. So I sold 50% in almost all the 10Ks. Uh, My two biggest caches, though, were I made the final table of the 1K flip and go. uh, And um, I had 90% of myself in the last event, the last 5K for 16K. We'll talk about that event. That was really the one that that really got away from me, that really bothers me. Um, We had the fake shooting uh, the Saturday uh, before the series ended where I got trampled. Uh, A lot of people got trampled. Uh, that was pretty crazy. The, uh, my knee, I couldn't even walk after that happened. It was so brutal. 
And yeah, it it wasn't the series I wanted or expected. Uh, but I had a lot on my mind. I, I when Flash got sick in week two, uh, it really got to me. If anybody watched my vlogs, uh, they could see that I was pretty emotionally fucked over it. Um, I'm going to bring Flash on the show here uh, to say kind of goodbye to everybody. I I don't know if he's going to make it through the weekend. He's really struggling. But every time I think he's dead in the water, he finds a way to come back to life. Uh, Today, last night was a real bad night. Today, when I woke up earlier, it was a really bad afternoon. But I don't know. Somehow he was not moving much in the room and he walked right on out and and uh it was eating and drinking uh so you know the doctor says uh, as long as he's eating and drinking going to the bathroom that uh he'll be okay to uh you know i, I just don't want him to suffer I, I, he really struggles with uh with uh uh you know, walking around and he runs in the walls. It's pretty, pretty upsetting. So you guys, you guys know how, how, how close Flash is to me. So I'm, I'm going to bring him on and we'll talk about him uh, afterwards. Come on, bud. So, um, come here, baby. I want to say goodbye to everybody. Let's, let's show everybody how cute you are. And uh, you see how big he is because he's been eating a lot and the doctor gave him prednisone uh, for his problems. But it's okay, Bob. So, oh, okay, come on. So, I mean, anybody who follows the podcast know that, you know, he looks good, but I don't know if you could see his, his right eye. He, he had a retinal hemorrhage and it's really bloody. I'm going to let him down. I just wanted you to say goodbye to everybody. Say goodbye to everybody, Bubba. Okay. Let's, let's get him. So, you know, uh, it's uh, uh, yeah, so much to talk about. Um, you know, he, so so him getting, you know, him getting sick had, had an effect on me, and I. Uh, I talked about it. Anybody, if you haven't watched the vlogs yet, they're really good. Uh, they really show a lot and show all the World Series, all the events that I played, everything I kind of went through. Uh, so uh, if you haven't checked them out yet, you know, check out the vlogs here on this on the channel. Um, he, uh, it, 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 it's took it's it's taken a big toll on me. Um, uh, the days. Uh, I mean, I just cried shit. So, you know, like I said, anybody who watches the show knows how much me and Flash, how close I am to him, you know. But, I, I mean, you look at him, he's on the floor right now, and he's still cleaning the other cat. So uh, the problem he has is he can only really smell like three inches in front of his face, about about this far. So I have to bring the food to the wet food up to his head. And, you know, when the cat's... The other cats get right next to him. They get real close, so he just cleans them because they're only a couple inches awake. So he basically is blind, and uh, and so he can only smell about three inches away from him. And he just he kind of runs in the walls because he's blind. But 
Anyways, you know, that's all. I just wanted to show, give Flash a little bit of love for the show because I know you, most people who watch the show really love him. So I wanted to uh, stress on that. So, so much to talk about. I don't even know where to begin. I mean, uh, so the series ended up being a loss for me. I ended up losing, well, I should say losing, but by the end of the series, I was down 15000 uh, but I owed somebody uh, like ninety three hundred. I paid him, so I think my overall loss was fifty seven hundred, uh, which sucks. Uh, I really thought I was going to have a big series. I first three weeks I really struggled mentally. Uh, I got my my meds just weren't were off. Uh, last three weeks I played fantastic, and. Uh, for all you guys watching, like, I don't know if you guys saw the main event. Uh, I went deep in the uh, main event, and um, I think I finished, uh, I don't know, maybe 536, something like that. Uh, and I bluffed off all my chips. But uh, it's amazing to me that as good as I've done and as well as I've done in poker the last three years, it took a suicide bluff for the entire poker world to announce that I'm back and I'm the player I used to be. Uh, and uh, listen, it was a very well-timed bluff. I mean, people that saw the bluff, they all the pros thought it was just complete gangster. Uh, and when, when you put somebody, the thing is about the bluff, and if you haven't seen it yet, you can go to the, you know, youtube.com slash Mike the Mouth, and uh, you can see some highlights from it. I think uh, if they're not up yet, they will be. Uh, yeah, it, what's that? Yeah, I thought so. And uh, I thought they were. And basically, the guy with all the, ch- with the was chip leader at our table, I mean, he was super aggressive, but he was a pro. He was a sponsored pro from Poland. He watched how tight I was playing. Um, I didn't play a hand for two and a half hours. And I thought he made a mistake by raising me on the river. When he raised the river, I, I knew he had a small flush. That wasn't that was, that wasn't the, the situation. I said afterwards, oh, I didn't think he had a flush. No, I knew he had a flush. And a lot of people say, well, what are you trying to make a guy fold a flush in the main event? So let's break down the bluff that I made. That I made. Okay. For two and a half hours, I, I folded. I folded, I folded, I folded. Um, I was very card dead. And uh, uh, I showed like two hands. I showed threes full. Um, I did bluff one hand with 10-8 of hearts where I flopped a gutter ball, came ace high. He checked called flop and I bombed turn. I thought he had a weak ace and he folded a weak ace. Uh, once again, uh, that's using my image really well. Uh, is he okay, bud? Yeah, he's all right. All right. And uh, so he's just flash, just kind of walks in circles and meows. But... um. Uh, and so, you know, they I flop quads. I bet the flop. I checked the turn. I bet small river. 
uh, I basically uh, kind of played this hand like it. And so when he decided to raise me on the river small, I bet 70, he made it 170. And I said, this motherfucker is look is, is just raised me with a like eight high flush. And I knew he doesn't have the ace high flush because the guy three bet all ace suited. He just did. Uh, so I wasn't worried about that. And the way the hand played out, he could never be full, but I could be full. So let's let, let's all understand the story I tell. I, I raise, hadn't played a hand in two and a half hours. I called by both big stacks, one in the button, one in the blind. Uh, the flop comes five, five queen. I bet flop, call behind me. Um, the... Uh, Big blind folds. The turn, check, check. The river, king of clubs. I bet small, he raises. Now, I now have 320,000 left, okay, which is 33 big blinds, which is a lot in the main event. And uh, you have to tell yourself this. When he raises, I know he's got a small flush. I decided once he raised that I could rep a monster here with my reputation if I had over 200,000 left. So people will say, well, you just didn't have enough to make the bluff. Well, basically, I'm now going to tell the story of 100K more to call plus 220 more. Am I really suicide bluffing off my tournament after four long days of poker with air? You guys understand what I'm saying? And that's the the spot I have to put him in. The Nick Schulmans of the world, John Deebs of the world, uh, Nacho Barber of the world, Joao, uh, all the top players just love my bluff. Uh, Danny Weissman, uh, I mean, so many people uh, came up to me afterwards and was telling me how much they loved it. But I, I was worried. You know, a lot of it was funny. Like when I went broke, anybody seen the exit interview? I uh, look kind of out of it, and they're like, oh, Mike looks like he's on drugs. No, I was completely in shock that the bluff didn't work. And uh, I was so sure that it was going to work or I wouldn't have executed it. And I took a good minute to, at least a minute to think this through, maybe more, before I decided to go for it, um, you know, uh, I was in shock that it didn't work. I mean, I have not pulled the bluff trigger like that in 17 years, probably. Maybe between 15 and 17 years. So, uh, yeah, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, you could say what you want because it didn't work if it were. If it works, I'm I'm uh, I'm a genius. So I I was ninety nine percent sure it was gonna work and it didn't work. But like I said, it's amazing how 
I don't even know how many, 20, 20 of the top players, maybe more, came up to me and told me, great bluff, insane call, and everybody at the table thought I had it. Everyone. You know, even uh, the guy Diaz who made that big fold with 15 to go, he was at my table when they did this. I was talking to him after the tournament. We were both cashing out. He said, I don't know how he calls there. He goes, I was 100% sure you had the king's full or queen's full or forest full or the nut flush. He goes, I just, I just was so sure. And so, you know, everybody at the table thought I had it, but the guy, the guy who called. So, hey, that's the way I went broke in the main. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, now we're going to, we're going to kind of pivot over. If you haven't seen, you know, my vlogs yet, I've, I've kind of talked about this, so I don't really want to break too much into it, but the last event, the 5k, I finished 30th. Um, the big pot after I had tripled up with aces against two napkins and two spots, uh, I pick up ace king against kings literally two hands later, and I almost got away from it pre flop. I mean, literally, my instinct screamed get away. I didn't do it. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah, uh, Stephen, but uh, it was still 20% of his stack. So, and it's still 33 big blinds in the main event. Uh, but, um, so uh, I don't get away from the ace, the ace king against kings, which I had the hand almost in the muck for twenty big blinds. It just goes to show you, I had the hand halfway in the muck, twenty big blinds with ace king, twenty big blinds, and I don't follow my instincts. And the guy had kings, twenty big blinds. So you tell yourself. Uh, in the main event, it was 33 more big blinds. Like, how can I ever be bluffing? But I um, I almost get away. I don't get away. So all those chips I had won were back, were, were gone in less than two hands. And now I was back to like 325. I built it back up to like 545. And this is the key hand if you haven't seen the vlog yet uh, whatever I'll, I'll touch on it and I'll touch on the people who are listening to the show that haven't seen it yet but guy moves all in at 30,000 big blind uh, Eric Seidel calls I for 260k so that's like seven seven and a half bigs I then rip it behind Eric with ace king for another 300 Eric calls Eric says before he calls he goes well I'm in the same spot you were just in when when you had the king ace king and the guy had the king so as soon as he says that I know he's got ace king also he he calls and uh we both have ace king and the other gentleman has a seven of spades so this is you know even if between the so in the ant blinds and annies you have big blind annie 30 uh 30 30 15 small blind you have 75,000 annies 260 which if we and eric chop this it's uh we increase our stack uh 
75, uh, 35 and 40, uh, plus 130 each. So 175. So I'm back over 700 and, um, I'm sitting on 25 bigs in the, I remember this is a 30 minute kind of turbo where the chip leader has like 40 bigs, 45 bigs. So 25 bigs would be, you know, really good shape in this spot. And the, uh, flop comes seven, eight, nine, I'm sorry, eight, nine, ten, three clubs. I got the ace of clubs. I mean, just an amazing spot to be in. Uh, club comes on the turn. I'm now sitting on 1.4 million, and it's game on. I mean, now I'm sitting at 1.4 because uh, I get all of Eric's chips uh, also at 30K big blinds. So that would be close to 50 big blinds. Uh, and I'd be one of the chip leaders. If me and Eric chop it, I'm at seven. Make a long story short, it comes an offsuit jack on the river and the A7 beats me and Eric. It cripples me. Um, I'm not able to overcome it. I blind down to 220 and uh, and then I move in with a three of diamonds and the small blind who had over a million in chips called with a say to hearts and it was not an easy call for him it was still I had 220 at uh, 30 big so it was um it was my, a little over 7.2 bigs out of position it was a tough spot for him it wasn't like it was a snap he did not snap call he just happened to have 1.2 million and he had ac to hearts and i went broke uh so real disappointment 30 on the last event um god you just need to have those something go right there towards the end and it just didn't so that was my series. Uh, you check out all the vlogs at uh, on the YouTube channel here. Uh, they're pretty good. I basically discuss everything that uh, World Series intended. So we end the World Series. You know, I come, uh, I come back, and um, uh, yeah, we'll get to the fifty-two social in Texas here in a minute. Um, uh we um uh i decide to uh so basically i'll give you an uh, update on my poker playing since the series ended and then uh we'll, we'll, we'll go to that so i come back that sunday night my best friend comes over to see flash i, I really didn't think he was going to make it very much longer oh look here he comes I don't know how he does it. He's just like the the Energizer Bunny. I'll bring him up to say hi to you guys before the uh, before the show's over. And uh, and uh, he came over. I jumped in a poker game online, got stuck like 16k, then got even. Uh, and that was one day I played. I played one other day, and I won like I don't know, like thirty seven thousand. Uh, so I've played one day of poker since uh i played last night won 2000 uh so played two days of poker since the series ended and i'm up like 40 take away the 15 i won i lost the series 
take away two and a half months of bills that my that I have, and uh, the bottom line is I'm I'm fucking dead even uh, bankroll wise since day one of the series. So you know that's the way I look at it. Uh, things could be worse uh, financially for sure. It could be better. Can't complain. Things are well. So that's what's going on there now. Let's uh, a lot of people commenting if I'm still going to Austin connected with 52 Social. Uh, I was in the middle. Uh, we were supposed to close the deal the second the series ended. Um, and they insisted I come out and uh, right away uh, to Austin. And I, I refused to. And I insisted they, I want to wait till Flash passes away. There's like no way I was going to leave him. And uh, I was getting all this pressure to close the deal. I mean, and finish and finish the paperwork and stuff. And I, I got pissed. I, I got really, really pissed. I'm like, you're just guys. You're just going to have to wait till like the 1st of September. Uh I'm not leaving Flash, and I'm not, you know, I, I just, the series ended, I was exhausted, and uh, they gave me some kind, they gave me an ultimatum a week ago, Sunday, so that was, uh, what, five days ago, I, took, I got so mad, I said, go fuck yourself, um, I said, if you don't, if you don't want to wait, then, uh, you know, if you don't want to wait for a couple more weeks to my I mean, my, I've been with my cat for 21 years almost. I mean, there's just like zero chance I was just going to walk away and, and worry about fucking closing the deal on this. So as of right now, um, I'm still interested and, uh, and hopefully something works out. Uh, but if it doesn't, um, uh, I, I really don't care. I mean, I did care. I took it personal that uh, they didn't want to wait till uh, something so close to me is not around. So uh, I'm not saying the deal is completely dead. Uh, I don't know what's going to go on. Uh, I'm hoping, you know, something can be salvaged, but uh, uh, uh We'll talk about what I'm going to do with Texas uh, after Flash is gone. So I, I just, it's just where I sit, sit right now. It's, I just, uh, people could say whatever they want. I don't care. Uh, he's just the most important thing to me right now. So that's what's going on there with Texas. Uh, I don't have really anything bad to say uh, right now or anything good. I just was very upset by, by, uh, by being pushed to, uh, with an ultimatum to get something done uh, uh, and I wasn't going to do it so that's what's happening there now some more in poker news uh, and again this is not for sure but a lot of things going on me and Phil Helmuth are uh, me, Phil Helmuth, Maury, Ben Lamb the four of us are filming a segment for Golf Digest. Uh, me and Phil are going to be on the cover uh, with Maury and Ben Lamb. All four of us, we, we're expecting. Uh, golf Digest, is, I guess, is the biggest golf magazine in the world. I don't golf. 
as you guys know. I can't even fucking walk barely, let alone golf. Uh, but because, you know, they they want to see us gambling and betting. So basically, I'm going to be driving the golf cart, which should be a f- should be fun. And I'm going to be making bets with uh, Ben Lamb, Maury, uh, and Phil. And uh, probably there'll be thousand dollar bets per hole, I presume. And uh, they're gonna there's going to be a, a lot of videoing, a lot of writing about what we're doing. Can we shoot it? Uh, I'm sorry. Can we shoot it for the YouTube channel? I think you can. I don't think it's a video. I think Danny. I think it's a. Uh, basically, they're going to cover what we're doing uh, and the bets we make and kind of how the poker world gambles on golf, really. That's cool. We shoot it, right? I think so, yeah. Okay. yeah. I think you'll be fine to shoot it. You know, but uh, you're going to probably have to walk the core unless you can get your own. You golf, don't you? Yeah, maybe you'll... Get a cart or something. Whatever, you, maybe you get an extra cart. Yeah, so we're doing that August 22nd. So August 22nd, uh, we're, we're shooting this big thing at Shadow Creek. I guess it's one of the nicest golf courses in the world. I mean, Phil likes to brag about all the top celebrities that go there. And so what do I know? It's going to be hot as fuck at two in the afternoon on, a, nice. on August 22nd. So, so now we got August 22nd. Uh, again, now this is, uh, I'm going to have to leave flash if he's, a, if he makes it that long. So here's, here's the, where I sit. Um, if flash is still around on August 22nd, uh, which would be what? Two weeks. What's today? Yeah. 20 days from now. What's 10, the, 10, days, from 10 now. days from now. Uh, then after we film this, I'm going to stay home. Now I've made arrangements to film live at the bike on the with Phil on the 24th and 25th 100 200 no limit um and uh it's pretty big for me so I'll probably play for half uh I just don't want to lose 40 or 50,000 I just don't like losing money and the game's going to play big because we have a lot of players in the game that play big so the game's going to play big and uh so that the so what's what's going on for me is uh if flash passes in the next ten days, uh I will then be going down to LA and I'm gonna play at the bicycle club, uh the L, uh the WPT. It's a the Legends is back to being a WPT this year, first time I think in at least five years. Yeah, maybe longer. Five to six years. Uh, yeah, it's, it's about six years since it's been WPT. And so, um, you know, I, I, I'm playing great poker. I'm looking forward to that tournament uh, and getting back in the swing of things. Um, played last night, like I said. So uh, a lot of poker on the horizon uh, after flash passes. Uh, going uh, Chicago, uh, that big charity tournament Phil does every year. Then we're going to play some real juicy uh, home games there. and So that's going to be in the end of September. Uh, so that's what's going on with me. Uh, 
As far as uh, the world, as you know, uh, so many crazy things. Uh, and um, going on uh, in the world, uh, we could uh, touch on the politics a little bit but we'll touch on that after let's see sports world football starts in a month me and phil will be announcing our our uh preseason picks over unders uh every year phil bets and i normal i bet like last year with them 5k in each one we went uh, 3-0-1 last year. One, uh, so I was, uh, we had two, three 5K bets and a 3K last year. I won the two 5Ks and the 3K, pushed the other one, so I made 13,000. Uh, I We have three teams picked for this year. I don't want to announce them because Phil's going to be announcing them on his show. Uh, but the our number one pick is, which we've already bet, is Cincinnati over nine and a half wins in a very weak division. Uh, they're getting no respect coming off a of Super Bowl. They're loaded. Uh, I I don't know how the team doesn't go ten and seven. I just don't know how it's not even possible. So that's our big bet. Uh, we have two others. Uh, again, I don't want to jump in on Phil. Phil's, uh, you know, step on him. Uh, we're pretty confident in the other two. Uh, so we, we've we've found three good bets. It's uh, one more over and one under. And we're looking forward to. The season, as you guys know, I don't bet sports anymore. I might bet 500 or 1,000 on one game here or there, mostly playoffs. Uh, so, you know, 5,000 of me to watch the whole series season is really good. And then we'll be, um, uh, I, I join my survivor pool as, as well as I play a pick 'em pool. So the pick 'em pool is 1,500 for the year. And uh, weekly prizes are like, uh, fifteen, eight hundred, six hundred, uh, and then I give my picks of the week here on the podcast every week. So we are definitely going to be, um, yeah, Michael. We're going to talk about this Mar-a-Lago raid here in a second. So, um, uh, the uh, the definitely, um, uh, yeah. So the football, uh, I do the pick 'em, and then I get in the suicide pool also, and hopefully try and find a way to survive my suicide picks. So uh, that's uh, what we do here with football. We'll talk a lot more with football coming up uh, probably next week uh, or the week after. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, The baseball trade trade deadline is gone and gone. Um, Somehow, I, I don't understand this. So the Padres trade for Soto. They give up their top six prospects. Supposedly three are major league ready, three aren't. Uh, Washington is dreadful team. I mean, how, where they've gone from in three years is incredible. Uh, they needed to rebuild. Uh, 
I mean, Soto turned down $450 million for 15 years. I mean, I think the guy's insane. I mean, how do you turn that down? What happens if you have a serious injury tomorrow? I mean, how do you turn down the 450? At worst, you should have signed for the 450. Told Washington you're not staying. Then trade to the Padres. But he still hasn't re-signed yet. I, I don't even know how. How do you leave half a billion dollars on the table? Pretty incredible to me. So... You know, I, I I think that's insane. And and the Padres to win the World Series went from like twelve to one to like four to one. Like Juan Soto moves them up from twelve to one to four to one. Are you in, are these people crazy? I mean, the, the the Dodgers are fucking awesome. So everybody's talking Dodgers, Yankees, whatever. I I'm not so sure. the Yankees never win. They would they've lost eight out of ten and. Uh, I think Houston is probably a little bit better. Fucking Aaron Judge is unbelievable. He's having a season, season of all seasons. But I'll tell you what, the Mets are going to be a fucking tough out for the Dodgers in the National League Championship Series. I mean, they're going to have to beat DeGrom and uh, what's the other guy that was on uh, the Capitals? was on the Washington, I'm sorry, it was on the Nationals and then was on Dodgers last year at the end of the season. God, I'm having a brain fart here. Uh, what is that? Uh, uh, flat, flash flood warning? I thought so. Yeah, it rains here every day, so so I never... Um, uh, uh, I've been in a lot of pain also. My knee, I can barely walk. My foot, whenever it rains, I'm in horrible pain. So, you know, that's what's going on with that. Uh, we're going to touch on the whole entire thing going on with the Mar-a-Lago raid. And I got, we, we now have officially a flash flood warning. Let's read it. National Weather Service has issued a flash flood warning in effect for the area until 6 p.m. It is dangerous and life-threatening situation. Do not attempt to travel unless you are fleeing the area. Anybody fleeing? Subject to flooding or under evacuation order. Okay, there we go. We're done with the flash flood warning. Uh, what, what people don't understand about the raid in Mar-a-Lago, okay? Trump has turned it political because he's a master politician. Uh, we don't know what's going on yet, so I can't touch on it. Uh, I could tell you that it has to be more than just the warrant and what they took. It, it just classified information. Obama has 33 million pieces of classified information he took to Chicago in the archives. Uh, Hillary took a hammer to a fucking Blackberry, fucking classified information. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Uh, I don't, I, I, it, why would they need to thoroughly go through over it's really hard to touch on see like people that don't understand uh, is they you can look at crossfire hurricane you can look at uh, if you don't don't know what that up you can look at how they went after Trump with fake FBI warrants and and, uh, Carter Page fake warrants there's so many things the FBI has done to try and take Trump out the last six years that it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf right 
You come after them, they have nothing. Russia, 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 all was a lie, all made up. The fake steel dossier made up by was proven the Hillary Clinton Foundation uh, paid for it. So you have all these things that come after Trump. I mean, lie, 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 lie. Now you come after him and is it a lie or is it more political? 19 of his 20 backed opponents won the primaries. They came after on Monday. His uh, he he went his his opponents went four and zero on Tuesday. He was fifteen and one. They saw his political power becoming very strong again. If this is a is political, which I believe it's mostly political. Again, I I don't know. I don't want to really comment. Scherzer, yeah, Max Scherzer. So going through uh, Max Scherzer and Degrom is going to be a very tough for the Dodgers. Uh, it's why you know it's easy to say he's a criminal. Like you guys want to say again, I I am not. I I'm a big backer of Trump's policies. I, I think he's a buffoon and an idiot uh, personally. Um, but he did a lot. I mean, compare he was a hundred times better than what we have now. It's like not even close. And all they do is come after him. He's the most vetted person. Remember this: the most vetted person in the entire planet um he's been in the public eye since the 80s they had nothing on him and when they didn't come after him till he ran for president he is in six years they could find nothing on him now he's getting he's his he's getting he's rising to power again and they do this this is looks like a political hit job and the doj really put themselves in a very tough spot Unless they release the affidavit, um, and they have, they don't plan on on releasing that aft, aft, affidavit, from what I've been hearing, because they just can't. It, they ha- and let it. The only way the DOJ can wiggle their way out of this politically is by releasing the affidavit. So um, he didn't take any documents, was subpoenaed, and didn't return them all. Okay. They could come there and pick him up. It was in a locked room at his fucking house. The the watch the one thing that does upset me are the people like Brandon Wong here that has complete Trump derangement syndrome. To think anybody who thinks that Trump had nuclear fucking secret documents in his basement or his room at Mar-a-Lago and was gonna sell them to the Russians. <laughs> I mean, this is this is what they're saying. You turn on the fucking liberal media. They're saying Trump was had nuclear secrets and was going to sell them to our adversaries. Is the fucking the guy's got thousands of hotels around the world. The guy's got infinite money. It's just almost you have to really be mentally ill to even think like these things, you know. So he's not going to be indicted, Brandon. Okay, you could get anybody that thinks that Trump is going to jail or going to be indicted can bet me up to fifty thousand dollars and they have to know me. They could direct message me. Okay, and we could put the money in in a or like where you hold it. Uh, It's in escrow. So, yeah, we put the money in escrow if you want. So he's not going to jail. He's not being indicted. It's purely political. Uh, if he is indicted, 
Uh, they're just going to, I mean, they better, they better have the goods on them because the country is being torn apart. It's pretty unbelievable. Uh, again, 19 and one, his candidates in the primaries. If you guys don't think that it's political, you're crazy. So, uh, let's, uh, tell you what we're going to do. Let's open up the phone lines. We could take calls, people. We could talk about the series. We could talk about sports, NFL, and we could talk about the Radar Mar Lago and whatever you guys uh, want to talk about. So um, let's do it. The mouthpiece. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702 329 04 And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at the Mouth Mattiso on Twitter for times that our call in segment will be live. 702-329-0480. Give me a call. We can talk about whatever you want. Uh, Trump raid, NFL, baseball, basketball. Uh, we didn't talk about basketball. The Warriors winning the title uh, during the World Series. Um, whatever you guys want, 702 329 0480. So, talking with Daniel yesterday, when this, he's like, well, I don't, I don't know. We don't know yet. So, we're not going to talk about it. But it's all over the media that Trump has nuclear secrets and uh i just started laughing we'll touch on that in a second welcome to the mouthpiece this is mike what oh what's up mike what's up my man how are you doing hey i have a quick question man i'm with my boss over here um we're watching you during work okay turn down the turn down the radio for a second What happened? He's back. Oh, yeah, go ahead, bud. Hello? Well, just call back. Hi, Flash. Well, we got another call going right now. Hi, Flash. Hello? Bubba. I love you. You want to come? You want to be the star again? Welcome to the mouthpiece. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Good, man. Turn down the volume on the on the thing, bud. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Who's this? My name is Phil. What's up, we Phil? We used to play a lot of poker back in the day on full tilt oh. at night, you and I. Oh, okay, with cool. Magic Ace, with Magic Aces and a few other guys playing oh. high limits. Oh, okay, cool. So I see that you get into these arguments with that Barbara on Twitter. I uh, guess anybody that, that oh, doesn't yeah. agree, he just, he just blocked you. Uh, like yeah. uh, Brett Ritchie, yeah, whoever doesn't agree with him, right, has lost their way. So you have to agree totally with whatever they say, or you lose your way. He's completely that lost. Possible? Yeah, he's he's so uneducated. You know what? We could touch on that too. He literally said in one of his tweets yesterday, "When is the government?" Ever not spent money that they said they were going to spend? Wasteful 
wasted, wasted spending money. He's when is the government ever wasted spending money that they have? And I'm like, anybody that writes a tweet like this automatically is disqualified for ever talking about anything. I mean, did you see? You saw that tweet, right? He's so the thing, yeah, I see. Them. I see them. I read the tweets. I, I never opened up a Twitter account, but I see. I see the tweets. Like just because he's uh, has a college degree, he thinks like he's the smartest person out there. Just like Glance, I used yeah. to have a lot of respect for Glance. But what's wrong with these people? I mean, don't they see what's uh, that the country's going uh, downhill? I mean, I, 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 mean I, I don't understand. I don't. I don't know how they don't. What what what's what what's wrong with them is they're all very rich. And it doesn't affect them. And they don't care about the working class people. And so, uh, you know, he, they just don't, they just can't understand what's going on, you know. And, and it's so funny. So even like talking with Daniel yesterday, it's like, well, the country's doing much better now. Uh, inflation is dropping and gas price. Oh, we had one month where the gas prices are dropping and the food prices are dropping. Oh, yeah, that so let's let, let's give the uh administration uh credit that they uh they had one month that of no inflation of the inflation not going up. These guys are talking for themselves. They don't see the people that are working for six hundred dollars a week, that have to feed a couple of kids that actually get up and go to Thank work you. for a living. This is what I say instead to everybody. Exactly. Instead, I, instead of getting uh, millions uh, from PokerStars and all these other sites and like getting money handed to them, right on uh, yeah. on all kinds of sponsors, there's people that actually get up and work from nine to five, seven to two. And they and they bring home like eight hundred bucks or six hundred bucks, trying to survive it with a family of three kids, yeah. you know. And this is what I try and stress uh, a lot. The reason why I, I, I kind of connect with a lot of the working class people, even though I'm not one of them, is because I I I know what it was like when I when I had my injury and in 2016, 2017, 2018, you know, two worst years of my life. Uh, where I had to live off a hundred bucks a month in food, you know what I'm saying, uh, to eat, and so it, it gave me a whole new perspective on life. And the people that they're just so they're out of touch with reality, you know. And so the people don't give a fuck about Trump's mean tweets. They don't give a fuck that the thing that he's a he talks like an idiot half the time. They care about the fact is. Crime is completely out of out of control everywhere in the country. The worst crime we've ever had. And people are starving to death. That's it. The only thing they fucking vote on is food for their family. And am I safe right now? Nobody goes out and feels safe no matter where they go. And nobody goes out and goes to the supermarket and has enough money to fill their gas tank and fucking survive if they have two kids and live in the real what, world. That's what, the bottom what, 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 What's sickening is, like, I used to play with Brett two years ago, right? Yeah. This kid obviously has an opinion. He, he's, he's a pretty intelligent kid, yeah. you know? We uh, he's not a rocket scientist, yeah, we were but he's a pretty intelligent kid. Yeah, we were so t- the kid, just, he sees what's going on out there, and he decides to have an opinion on his own, and they're calling him, you lost your way, kid. You lost your way. I mean, these people 
are really gone. I yeah. mean, really gone. It's sickening to see, like, you know, all these people that are acting like that. I mean, it's like something earlier you were getting to somebody with a about the TDS. These people, that's all they talk about. I mean, he's yeah. he's really living rent free in the uh, <laughs> head for the last, uh, you know, two years. It's pretty, well, it's, six, it's six pretty years. incredible. And it all comes down. See, people like, like, and, and I'm going to finish answering uh, talking to you because I got a lot of people want to call in here. So, yeah, no uh, problem. I, but, I'll hang up. I just yeah. wanted to give you my two cents on those. Uh, People that you argue with, you know, they, they call you like you're the bad guy. You know, it's just like the other kid, Foxen, that we're talking about him and the and the vaccines and stuff yeah. like that. Meanwhile, he's getting proven more right every single day, him and his girl and his wife now, you know. Every every it's, every conspiracy theory I talked about over the last two years or not it's no longer a conspiracy theory. That's the bottom line. Yeah, yeah. So so much for the ten hats, right? They're yeah. all coming out to be true. Yeah. Hey, Mike, stay healthy and, and enjoy yourself and good luck and keep on saying exactly what you feel. Thank you so much. Nice I appreciate it. You. you got it. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, you know, we were talking about that. I mean, even like, like again, Daniel, and I don't want to talk about our personal conversations, but it's like, well, uh, uh, he only has classified information and the nuclear secrets and he can only have them for one reason because he's going to sell them. Like, how could you be that smart and then even even say something like that? Like, Trump's ever going to sell nuclear secrets? Like, what planet are these people on? I mean, you have to be so wrapped up in Trump derangement syndrome that I, I don't even know where you have to be to even think something like that. So, yeah, we'll worry about that. Yeah, uh, Bodyguard 71, yeah, you can steal whatever you want, and you never have to go to jail. Uh, you heard about all these car thieves that went, that went around, they're all stealing Kias, the, the hot wire challenge, and people are hot wiring Kias, and around the country, they're stealing them, crashing them into walls, and uh, there was an interview yesterday with two kids, they're like, oh yeah, you can steal a Kia? He goes, it's a misdemeanor, you get the... You get a fine, and uh, the most you have to do if you get caught is three weeks in jail. The guy's telling everybody in the interview yesterday. That's how bad our legal system. There's no no bail. The, the what was the guy the other day that uh, uh, assaulted the police officer, tried to kill him, and was out in two hours because they have no bail law in New York City. You know, no bail law in California. Uh, so the guy was, then the guy was talking about stealing a Kia. He said, he said, uh, he's facing three weeks in jail tops, but was released with no bail. I mean, with no, didn't have to pay any bail yesterday. I mean, uh, yeah, he's ready to sell technology to the Saudis. Brandon, what do you do? Watch MSNBC 24 seven. I mean, you want to talk about tinfoil hat, man. You're fucking insane. Anyways, I'm not, I'm not going to touch, touch on you. you you're, too, you're a pussy anyways. You know, fucking year and a half, you never call in. But I like you. You're all right. You know, so, um, you know, there were, they were uh, uh, picketing outside uh, Trump Tower on Monday when the raid or whatever, and they're like, arrest Donald Trump. And they're like, he's a criminal. So the, the uh person from Fox News goes up to him and goes, so you say arrest Donald Trump, he's a criminal. Uh, what is he uh, a criminal of? What has he done? 
And the guy's like, uh, 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 I don't want to specifically answer that. Because they're like paid to go out there and say, th- they don't even know anything. They're like, people that say he's a criminal, okay? Is he a, a moron and a buffoon? I mean, I think he's a fucking moron, you know? I'm not saying he ran the country good. I thought he did a good job. But as like, the things he says is, is just retarded. Uh, just so stupid. Uh, but, uh, I mean, the things like he's a criminal and he's, he's going to sell nuclear secrets to the Saudis and Russia. It's just, it's so, they're so desperate to take him out politically because the January 6th hearings didn't even move the needle one millimeter, not one, because it was all a partisan just show, you know, just like when the people don't understand how politics work. The team, the people are in power. They, they then put on, it's like an actor doing an act, okay? Lawyers, these, these politicians and lawyers, they're just glorified actors. What do you think attorneys get paid big money to go up there and be actors in front of the judge to try and get their client off? Okay, that's what politicians are. They're glorified actors. So you had the January 6th sham hearings that were just stupid and like, all their main witnesses were already debunked as fake news. Uh, it, it's just ridiculous. And, and as soon as the, de- the Republicans take power, then they're going to put a sham January 6th hearing on to rebuttal because they didn't have it. They're like, well, Republicans like Liz Cheney and Adam Kissinger. Adam Kissinger for three years is the most hated person on the right. One of the top three most hated person along with Mitt Romney and Liz Cheney. These are people that have been hated for years by the right for for, uh, for for years and Liz Cheney was hated by the left for with, with her father who was Bush's vice president for years these are people with all the power in Washington and Trump called her out and took called her names and so they put her on the January 6th committee not not the other pro Trump people that wanted a rebuttal so they're so stupid you have to know what's going on Welcome to the mouthpieces, Mike. Hey, Mike. This is Dane from Minneapolis, Minnesota. How are you? Good, man. How you been? How are you? Good. Uh, good. I just want to say I'm going to switch gears a little bit just because I really liked your uh, – I liked your poker updates during the World Series. Obviously, wish they probably went a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate, you know – I play for much lower stakes than you, but I mean, I feel the same emotion after I bust the $80 daily on some, yeah. you know, BS hand. It sucks. And, uh, yeah, it's just tough when you, uh, you know, keep trying and you're, you're getting your money in good and you have guys that you know can't play. Yeah. And they're, you know, beating you. Listen, uh, that's, that's but, the thing. It's poker tournaments are tough, man. I, I mean, people, they, they go on rushes and then they'll win like, a bunch of bracelets and they just think it's easy. Then they go 10 years. They don't win them. I mean, they're not easy. Daniel plays 60, 65 events every year. He hasn't won one since 2012. It's 10 years for a guy that plays almost more events than anybody and has more money than anybody. So they're just not easy. I mean, winning is not easy and it just sucks, you know? Well, and it's good. And I just appreciate your honesty with how hard it's got to be mentally. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, it, going through what you, what you have, and then you got to wake up every day being like, "Am I going to get fucked again today?" Yeah, well, I, the, I'm the opposite. You know, you you I go, I wake up every day and say, "Today is my time." You know, and that's what you have to do when you're playing at the World Series. You if you wake up, how am I going to get fucked again today? That's negativity. So you're kind of screwed. You got to wake up and say, "Okay, it, it's not easy putting putting what." whether it's a, a full day, two days behind you and going back and plugging at it again. And so uh, when, when you think it's going to be your time, I mean, I was positive I was going to make the last hundred minimum of the main event this year, and I was wrong. And uh, I never saw I never saw coming what what happened. I mean, I drew a terrible table on day four. I was out of position on the two big stacks. Um, I knew I had to make something happen, but I had to be patient, and I I, I felt I was that. And uh, uh, I, I I'm really happy with my bluff. I'm still am. I I, I I don't care. The only one not happy with it is Phil. Uh, Phil 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 thinks I could fold and still be deep enough to bounce back, but he doesn't understand the table dynamics. Uh, if that bluff goes through and he folds. Uh, he's sitting on a million. I'm sitting on seven fifty, and uh, and I get to show the bluff, which puts him absolutely ch- changes. Well, that's, the whole that's what I wanted to ask because I don't know if you ever answered this, and forgive me if you have. Yeah. But I was going to ask, were you were you going to show it? Oh, absolutely. You got it through. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so, right uh, like I said, I was ninety nine percent sure it was going to work, or I wouldn't have tried it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there was just I, it, people. If you watch closely, if you really watch the entire clip, how I took my time to execute this, and and and, and if you hear Jamie Kirst that her, she talks about it. She goes, "Mike's telling a perfect story here. I don't know if he can call, you know." And right. I, I mean, that that's what people don't understand what poker is. Poker is when you're going to run a big bluff, you must tell a perfect story. Okay, and if the story doesn't make sense, you call. If the story makes a hundred percent sense, you can't call. So it's not about what the pot was laying, how much the la- it never is about. Well, the pot's laying me five to one. I got to call. I don't care what the pot's laying you twenty to one. If you tell a story where it's you're ninety nine percent, the guy has it. I mean, it ain't easy to tell a story like that when you're on a bluff. You know what I'm saying? So you have to make sure you tell the perfect story. I felt I told the perfect story, and so did seven of the eight people that were sitting at the table with me. Right. The only one that didn't yep. think that I told the perfect story is the guy I was up against. And, uh, you know, I just, it is what it is. I I, I really, I was really... When he made that small raise on the river, I was my first instinct was okay, fold, right? But then I start thinking, man, I'm like, my, 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 I mean, my fucking table presence and my was so tight that, and I know he doesn't have the ace high flush. That, what, like I said, what bluffs do I have in my range? I played for four straight days. Now you're going to say that I'm going to put 100K more that he raised plus 220 on top and then three bet all in river and and be on a suicide bluff. 
You see what I'm saying? So right again, I who who's gonna who's gonna be doing that? Let alone somebody as tight as I am. Uh, sorry, we lost right. you there. Well, oh, oh yeah, we're, no, you're there. Like, you're uh, there. yeah. No, I mean, and certainly, I mean, I, I, it seems like you're you're playing really well, yeah. and um, I, I'm I'm thrilled as a fan to see that you're playing, you know, so the, these things at the bike and the mm-hmm. uh, oh, WPT. I'm, so you just you just know you've got a lot of people out there. Um, my my you know, my no limit game is you. again. I don't, I don't want to be egotistical, but my no limit game right now, it might be better in 2005. I mean, it really might, and that's hard to fucking say. But uh, again, back then people didn't play well. Uh, I've right. I've made the adjustment to how the game's played today without running solvers and without being in the lab. And I mean, I I have a friend, uh, you know, that 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 uh, recently we were playing was playing on the uh, the Venom. You know, uh, he was playing in the Venom. I was playing in the Venom uh, on ACR, uh, that ten million guaranteed, two million for first, mm-hmm. and uh, and he he went broke in a hand, and I, I just told I I I just like what are you doing, you know? And he's like, yeah, you're right. He goes, I screwed up, and to me, it's like poker one hundred and one in my book. It's like the guy just never has a bluff in his in his range there. And yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So it's like. Here's a guy, I don't want to name any names, but he studies. He's one of the better players in the world, you know, and he studies real hard. He studies solvers, all shit. But, but, but solvers and and lab and all that, just you, you got to have the it. You know what I'm saying? You just have to have the it. And the it is to, to just see things outside of the solvers and the lab those are great that'll teach anybody to be a break-even or winning poker player. But if you don't have that it, where that feel it, you just see, boom, you see it right away. Oh, I can make this big fold. He can't be bluffing. You know, you have to see it. And sometimes your big hand blocks you from seeing it. Do, do you understand? I'll, I'll give you an, uh, a really good analysis. So in the, in the private game I play in last night, and I was already out of the game, but I was kind of watching it. So a hand right. comes up uh, where it goes raise. They're playing three-handed. Uh, the two tens, my fr- uh, well, they're all my friends I play with. Uh, they're all nice. But two tens, three bets it uh, to 700. The other guy four bets it to 2,200. And the tens call. And they were like 42,000. Uh, one was 42,000 deep. The other guy was like 60-something thousand deep. So now the flop comes 7-7-5, rainbow. The 10s check. The 4-better checks, okay? Now the turn card comes a 10. The 10 now bets 1,500 into the 4,500, which is perfect sizing. Uh, but there's two diamonds on the board, too. And, uh, and the other guy who has ace queen of diamonds calls now the river card comes a uh deuce of diamonds now the tens because i love the tens bet here the tens bets ten thousand into seventy five hundred and at this point this is what i'm talking about where you have to see it right 
What is the guy four bet with? Because we don't know he's got ace, queen, and diamonds, right? What is he four bet with? Check the flop and then call the turn with. Probably looks like he has ace, king, ace, queen, and diamonds. So the guy with the 10s goes for the overbet, 10,000 river. And the guy with the ace, queen, and diamonds who, who hit running diamonds, and he then does something absolute treacherously, raises them to 27,000. Oh. And the other guy re-raises all in for another 13 more, and he calls. Yeah. I don't care now, if yeah. it's three-handed, okay? When you're that deep and... The guy overbets river. He's never calling when you raise the river. What, what do you think he's calling right. with? You see what I'm trying to say? So it should have been just a call, and, the, and, the, and he loses 10K river and 16K in the pot. Instead, he loses like 43,000. You see what I'm trying to say? And, and this it's is like the, one of, It's like one of those things like, uh, like what worse is going Like you're not getting called that worse there when you raise. Correct. What's calling you worth? You like, can't, you can't be bluffing the river when the guy bets ten thousand. There's just the, right. the guy has no bluffs in his range, so he makes a catastrophic re-raise, which is horrible. And then, how do you call the twelve thousand more? There's just the guy's just full a hundred out of a hundred times, especially if you're sitting with ace queen of diamonds, and that is basically what is that. That's basically the same hand that I played in the main event. That's why I brought this hand up. It's basically the same hand, right? What hand is he raising me the river that I'm three betting all in for my tournament life? I can't be bluffing. See? Right. So that's why I told the perfect story. And that's why all the top poker players patted me on the back afterwards for doing that because I had they hadn't seen me pull that trigger in 17 years. And now they know... Now everybody's afraid of me. Now it's not it's not tight Mike anymore, right? It's right. like is it t- is back, Mike, baby, let's go. Is Mike pulling that trigger? Is Mike bluffing me here? You see what I'm saying? And yeah, I love and, it. And that's the difference. And I I told the story from the last night game because it's basically the exact same story. See what I'm saying? Except it's a cash game where, like, well, neither one. I'm just I just don't got bluffs in my range. It's just. I mean, I did. It's like Sean Deeb said. He goes, Mike, you're bluffing there zero out of a million times. And you know what I said to yeah. him? I said, yeah, but I'm bluffing one out of a million and one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you already know. I mean, it was, it was an awesome play. And yeah. obviously, you know. No, I'm going to go through. It's awesome. But we're I, looking forward to seeing your uh, I, seeing your game. I played five sure. no-limit tournaments at the World Series this year. I final table. Uh, I'm sorry. I cash four and final tabled one. I know how good I am in no limit hold'em. I just forgot how good I was at no limit. Do, do you think next year you might play? You might play more. Well, I told myself games, going or? into the series I was going to play more no limit because I was playing so good in no limit hold'em. My game had been so good, and I know how good I've done playing in the cash. And I didn't follow my instincts because uh, I, pl- I love playing those mixed games. They're just I'm so good yeah. at the mix, so good at the Omaha eight games and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I- I'm definitely going to play more no limits. You got to remember the no limit hold them takes so much out of you. You can't make a right. mistake. So when you're when you play, let's just say I play two days of a limit, whether it's horse, Omaha eight, stud eight or whatever. 
I mean, when you're playing Limit, you 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 can listen to your fucking music. You can fucking watch. You can watch the baseball. You can watch the NBA finals. You know, you look at your hand, you fold. You look at your hand, you fold. It's Limit. You got to play tight. You know what I'm saying? No Limit. You got to see who's attacking your blinds. You got to see who's, who's three-betting you. You got to see how they're doing it, What how, the way they three-bet you. What did their hand motion do? You have to see all that. And when you do that in No Limit... And you do that every day for six weeks. I mean, and you're older like me on, on all the medications that I'm on. It ain't fucking easy. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about my documentary will be out probably the end of September, 1st of October. Uh, and that'll show pretty much really what I go through every day. So I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. And uh, have a great uh-huh. weekend. You as well, Mike. Thank yeah. you. Look, you got it. Bye. So. Yeah, but one thing he's right about is who cares about min cash? I don't care about a min cash. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to win the fucking tournament. You know, uh, I um, there wasn't one min cash. I, I I never. The only time I ever think about a min cash is if I get below like six big blinds, uh, and we're close to the or five or ten out of the money. Your call has been forwarded you know, to an automatic. I, I, might, I might just play to get in the money. But uh, I'm not playing a main cash. I'm playing to win the fucking tournament. And if that bluff goes through, uh, I'm going to be sitting on. Uh, I'm going to be at 750. He's going to be at a million. I show the bluff, and the entire dynamic of the whole table changes. So I'm happy with it. I I've never once not been happy with it. So I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to stick with it and uh, I'm I'm just going to say, yeah, I could have gone deep without that risk, but, but the table was so bad and I was so card dead. I, I just didn't, I didn't see me making it through. Anyways, welcome to the mouthpieces, Mike. What up? What up? Hey Mike, it's Donnie from Colorado. How you doing? What's up my man? How are you? I'm doing well. Just uh, I just jumped on probably ten minutes ago. Just listening about uh, your bluff and, and some explanation behind it. I just wanted to give you a round of applause as well. That bluff was fucking picture perfect, man. It um, was the sizing. See, does that, does that guy? I mean, it, realistically, first of first off, very few players. That's why you're professional and elite. They don't have the balls or the the thinking level to even pull that off to begin with. Mm-hmm. How how often does that guy, your opponent, really think that he's going to win that hand? Exactly. And again, it's it's if you watch the entire clip, or if you watch the entire, uh, what were we on the on the TV table for two and a half, three hours? If you watch right. the, the, the 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 hands that I've turned over and the hands that I well, we were on the secondary table, so you weren't able to really watch them all. Uh, but my uh, my my image was so tight, you know. And again, I didn't play him for two and a half hours. I I sized it the exact way I sized when I flopped the set. I sized it the exact way I did when I bet the flop when I flopped quads. Um, I, I just I told a perfect story. I just felt and but it's not like you you let out on the river with a massive overbet or something that he that he thought you might have been correct. You know, I made the same small bet that yeah. I made the same small bet I did when I had the quads when I flopped the quads. So uh, I thought my sizing. See, that's where um, I tell people where I've adjusted to the new way poker's play is 
Well, it's always back in the day before people understood bet sizing in 05, I just could just raise, 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 raise. But once once everything became about telling the sto- telling a perfect story and the sizings, I, you just this is where where people don't like how Phil Helmuth plays because he plays old school and his sizings are bad and his mechanics are bad. But, you know, he does so many other great things. And if Phil would just shut the fuck up and just just make these adjustments, he'd be just a, a just dominant again back in no limit. Right. But, uh, you know, it's uh, you've got to tell a story that's perfect. Your sizings, whether it's a bluff, whether you have a hand and want to get called, you must size everything based and this is where 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 people the people oh i gotta go to the lab i gotta look at the solver i don't need to do that i I got that up here in my head you know what i'm saying once you play enough you you, you know the right what the right what the right sizing is you know um uh again the whole the whole aspect i mean it's it's the it's the main event the last three hours you you've played as solid as i've seen you play in a long time on live anyways um, it, you had the perfect hand for the for the to to make that move. Yeah, you, you knew what he had. Oh, I knew um, what he had. I said after the after I went bluff. Oh, I didn't know you had a flush, but I knew he had flush. I mean, I just didn't want him. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, he, he, I I don't know. It's just incredible to me that, um, and that you know another thing I wanted to touch on going hand in hand with the World Series is I watched all your. Uh, your, your videos and updates mm-hmm. and that. And I mean, is it possible to just, I mean, are you going to run like that next year or does do the, do the tides turn? I know you have no crystal ball, but like that's yeah. frustrating as hell. Oh, as a spectator I, I just don't, watch that I shit. just don't understand like how the same people just win pot after pot. Like, Adam Freeman's won four bracelets in four years. I mean, he just makes it look. Uh, yeah. It's just like Brian Hastings now has six bracelets. I mean, these are people that, again, these are good players. These are very good poker players. I'm not knocking them, but they are not me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I should say that. that. That sounds egotistical, but right. I, I feel like no, no, no. I, know, I, know I know I am much better than than them you know what i'm saying not i'm better i should say i'm just better and and it just even adam who i have tremendous respect for and i think is a great great poker player said to me he goes i i don't know mike he goes you got to win one next year he goes no i i'm a good i'm a really good player he goes but me having more bracelets than you just doesn't seem right you know what i'm saying and and it's just I, true I, I agree you know and and adam again uh, these are and these are my friends too and i have a lot of respect for both of them but i mean just saying it's right. like they make it look so easy you know what i'm saying it's like i know and i, I watch these updates and I, and I can just tell by your demeanor most of the time when you turn the camera back on i'm like what the fuck man like and, and i know it i know that i know the same song and dance it's yeah. gonna be you know your 73% you're 82% going into the river or yeah. or more and it's all these different percentages and I'm like and I know the game I've been playing a long time myself and I'm just like why how's this happen how does yeah. this happen every tournament and, is, and, is that and, just the nature well, of the, it's the, one thing it's one thing is how like how it happens it's another thing when you see my documentary come out in a few months is how people will be able to understand 
what I deal with every day just to get up and get myself in a shower and get myself down there to to ride on my scooter to fucking compete Uh against the best in the world. Uh, it's just, I hear it's, you, man. It's just no, until you see I, the documentary, I, I you know, sure it's just so overlooked. I, I see it and I'm like, oh, he's yeah. doing good. He's on his scooter. He's yeah. got a drink in his hand. He's talking to people. He's good to go today, you know? Yeah. You know, and, and we all forget what, yeah, you're right. You're totally they right. They all forget I mean, that four hours in the day two or three hours in the day two. Like, uh, all of a sudden I'm in horrific pain and I can't even move. Or we were into day late on day three of, I'm sorry, that was, hold on. What was that one? Uh, we were, Oh, that was late on, uh, uh, yeah. Late on day three of the main, uh, or on dinner break of the main. And I'm laying on the floor. First, I'm getting a massage, trying to get my hip out of pain. Then I'm laying on the floor and she's stretching me and I'm screaming in pain. And, and then I have to come back and play perfect poker. I mean, it's just, again, I don't make any excuses because I try my best. And I, there's, you know, if you watch all my videos, you see, you see when I'm, I admit when I make a mistake. You know what I'm saying? I always okay. admit when I make yeah. a mistake. So, yeah. what is that noise? Uh, one more thing. Yeah. Uh, not to, I just want to be able to get this question because I'm curious of what today's landscape looks like. I, I play online still and some local games and that, but. I'm curious, is is most of your income, like, I know the World Series is important to you, but I mean, is most of your income these days coming from cash, or has it always? Or it's all. Let, let's not, like, I'll, I'll just let it in on this, okay? And this is where all the haters can hate, okay? I am pretty much 100% out of debt. I've never invested a yeah. quarter into anything until I finally put money into Bitcoin. The second I put it in Bitcoin, it tanked. Uh, and... Uh, my bills are between sixty-five and ten thousand a month, and I've never yep. had any other income than poker. So, uh, right. Look, but I mean, you're you're primarily cash game. Oh yeah, days. I play cash, and mostly uh, I, I you know I'm very fortunate. I got in a really nice a game that I that I've done well in online since COVID. Uh, but before yep. that, you know, it was it was mostly the two four three six hundred mix. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've been basically since about 2006 when I thought that No Limit Hold'em got so much tougher uh, playing big mixed game cash. Uh, now I realize, like I said, I, I, it took me till the COVID to realize, wow, I forgot that I was like top five, top three fucking No Limit Hold'em player in the world in 05. I'm like, I'm pretty fucking good, you know? And, uh right. And now, uh, once my, you see, people don't understand that, uh, you know, Russ Hamilton, you know, he stole all that money from me at Ultimate Bet, and it took away the ability uh-huh. to pull the trigger for years. And, uh, you know, now that I'm able to pull that trigger again, and, I, and I've got my confidence back, and my ability to read is still unbelievable. Uh, I, I, right. lo- I love my No Limit game. Now, am I, am I, here I ask, yeah, I ask myself, am I capable with, with the meds that I'm on and what I go through physically to, to possibly go eight days, nine days in the main event and win it. You know what I'm saying? And going into day four, after I had so much pain late in day three, and I had only had pain two days during the series, was I going to be able to go four, five, six, seven? I called uh, the one person who runs the uh, world series, Jack Effel and said, can you get me uh, one of the 10K chairs or a dealer's chairs? Because 
I don't think I can make it sitting in these shitty chairs another four days. And they did get me a right. chair, which was really nice of them. Because, uh, you know, they know that the farther I go, the better it is for, te- you know, television and for, course, for the World yeah. Series. So, uh, you know, it sucks. But I have I have cast the main event three years in a row. And I, I now am sitting at uh, eight. World Series ca- uh, main event cash and the record is nine, so uh, hopefully I'll get my fourth year in a row and go deeper. Yeah, no, nice. Yeah, so I didn't know that either. So uh, you know, I, I I understand your story I, today. Like when I started playing back in the early two thousands, uh, everybody was going to different areas um, around the country playing circuit tournaments and stuff. Is that still? I mean, I know the high rollers will, will chase yeah, the big tournaments I mean, around the globe. Either. Yeah, I mean, are people still doing that? They are, they are, and uh, I, I mean, I'm I'm not the person that I, I don't have the just to get like I said, get out of the house, get dressed, and get myself ready to play is is tough enough. Uh, I I just can't go around the tournament circuits. It's just yeah, if, no, if I I, you. you have to understand when I fly on an airplane, right? When I fly on an airplane yeah. because of my spinal cord injury, it the uh, the pressurization and the depressurization it's kind of like becomes like when it rains so when it rains the barometric pressure drops right and I'm in terrible right. pain because the pressure drops uh, and it, it, whatever it does with my, inflames on the where the injury is on my spinal cord presses against a nerve shoots some pain down my leg into my foot well that's the same thing when I fly on an airplane you get pressure they pressurize the cabin and what happens when you're when you're landing you get depressurization right and so then when I get off the plane I'm in terrible pain for 24 to 48 hours and this is why I don't I don't travel very much so yeah I hear you yeah. Well, I know you got. I can hear callers yeah, we gotta go. and all that, man. It's, Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Uh, you my too. Last question is: Are you still moving to Texas, or are you staying in Vegas? Um, I don't know. I talked about it earlier. Um, I, I'm hoping Texas. I have to wait to see what happens with my cat, uh, and hopefully he lives another year. But I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to leave for Texas until I I know what's going on with Flash. You know, I. I don't think he was going to make it through the weekend. Be be honest with you. So, um, yeah. As far as we talk about the Hall of Fame a little bit, you know, they're gonna, I, I, they're just gonna keep me out, I guess, forever. I mean, there's so many people that are going to get in, probably in front of me, uh, that are turning forty. So many great players, but they don't, uh, they don't think I did much for the game. I guess I, I don't know. You know, I just. Uh, I don't know. You know, you asked me what I think about where I sit in the best poker players of all time. I mean, Doug Polk is clueless. He put people just because they're, they're good at no limit hold them. Uh, all around, I mean, between all the mixed games and, I mean, and tournaments, I think I'm top 25 player of all time. You know, that's my opinion. You know, you could take it where, where you want to take it. I mean... If I wasn't very good, they wouldn't keep me out of every fucking private game and all the big cash games, you know? If I wasn't very good, they wouldn't sit there and the games never start when I get there. We have to wait for a sucker. I think I'm pretty fucking good. So I got my confidence back. I mean, I don't want to sound fucking egotistical, but I think I'm pretty fucking good. Uh, So anyways, uh, I don't know what the fuck is going on. There's a new feature on here. 
it's letting us when somebody else calls in and you're on the line it's like do you want to accept this call and oh and it's down? counting down no it's it's ringing to let us know there's another call coming in but it's telling me that we either need to end it or put them on hold and answer the other call have you figured out how this feature works yet it's the first time i've seen it so okay so i knew something was going on with the so what what do we want to do? Limit our phone calls to where that phone starts to where it starts beeping? I gotta see if I can turn it off. All right. Seven oh two three two nine zero four eight zero. If you want, give us a call. Uh been on for an hour and a half already. Wow, time flies when you're having fun. Somebody's on. Hey, welcome to the mouthpiece is Mike. Hello. Whoops. Yeah. yeah, poker lemon. You don't know what you're talking about, so I'm not going to touch on that. Uh, so yeah, going back to uh, the Eric Seidel hand in the last tournament. Uh, me and Eric, uh, Eric ends up getting third. Now he he didn't get crippled in the hand. He had like 800 starting the hand, uh, so he still had 590 after the hand. He ends up getting third for a quarter million dollars. So. Uh, that's uh, the difference between one card. Welcome. All right. It won't let you answer it? It what? Hey, welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Mike. What's up? Hey, is this the recording or am I talking no, to Mike? This is Mike. What's up, bud? Hey, buddy. Uh, Keith Ingersoll calling you out of Boise, Idaho. Big poker fan of yours. Hey, thank you, man. Thanks for hey, calling. I appreciate it. Hey, brother. And I appreciate your honesty and your open emotion during the tournament. How's your kitty cat? Uh, he was... Uh, I'm going to bring him on here in a second to say goodbye to everybody. Oh. But I just had him on a little bit ago. And uh, uh, he's, he was having a tough day today. But now he's uh, he came he came wandering in, what, about 30 minutes ago? Uh, and he was meowing. And uh, so... Is he, is he there? Is he sleeping? Yeah. So, um, you know, he's uh, he, he's struggling, but, you know, he's almost 21 years old, but it's been tough. You know, it's, I mean, you have a cat for 21 years, and, I mean, you, you put into perspective how 21 years is like, I had him when I was like 32 and a half years old. I'm 54 years old, you know, or 33 years old, whatever it was, yeah. you know. So it's, uh, you know, he's been my best friend for so long, and it's, uh, you know, it's hard, you know, but I'm going to, I, you know, I tell people all the time, I, I, I don't know how I'm going to react. I mean, I thought I would have already lost him by now. I mean, according to the doctors, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. He, he, there's last night he had a bad day night this morning was really bad. And, uh, but th- he's had, every time he has a couple bad days, I say to myself, if he's like this tomorrow, I'll put him down. And then he just like comes back to life. <laughs> It's like amazing. <laughs> and, you know, as long as he's eating and drinking and going to the bathroom, the doctor said, you know, uh, he's fine, you know, but I, I, I have to keep an yeah. eye if he starts squawking and, 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 and uh, meowing like with that loud, like, rah, 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 if he starts doing that too much uh, or if he ever, or if he's not eating or drinking, uh, I'll put, I'll, 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 I'll have to do what I have to do. But right now it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's tough on I me, mean, uh, and I don't. I, it's so stupid because people don't understand unless like people who watch this show understand that how close I am to the cat and stuff. But I mean, uh, 
I, I don't leave the house. I mean, I go to eat uh, maybe sushi maybe once a week for an hour, and then I, I just stay home with them 24-7 because, I mean, I'm just not going to have them much longer. So it's, uh, you know, I, I talked about this earlier. If if he passes in the next 10, 11 days, I'll be going down to to uh, the bicycle club for the WPT and a couple cash games. And uh, if, uh, if not, I'll just stay home. So that's really what's going on. Yeah, if you're not on tilt, man, you're an animal lover. I'm an animal lover. Me and my late wife, we raised over 300 guide dogs. Yeah. at our little family boutique for the for the blind and so i know that some people don't understand the true bond that you can have with your you know i, I mean you know, is it a pet a family member you know they're it's a you know and uh so yeah i, I seen you crying there a few times i was like you know guy's got a heart i've been yeah. impressed with your story brother you've been honest and your ups and downs and uh you know you, you're not a phony you know you just tell it like it is yeah I yeah. appreciate that. You and, got it. Uh, you know, you. Hey, I'm writing a book on uh, fame and fortune. I worked at Caesar's Palace for 10 years. I'd like to interview you if you'd be okay with it. Maybe put a page in my book. You can share a little bit about the story. Yeah. Uh, uh, do me a favor. Like, uh, leave me uh, an email at our, uh, on our, here. what is it, Danny? Uh, I've got his number, so uh, I'll text him the email address. Okay. Yeah, uh, Danny, will, my my assistant will text you the uh, the email address. Okay. Or, and uh, and uh, I will see if we get that together when I'm feeling as long as I'm feeling good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I I hear you, brother. But hang in there. You know, you're gonna be all right. Your cat's gonna go to cat heaven. It's gonna. We're all gonna go right someday. Yep. Yep. And uh, and uh, listen, I. All right. I'm, you know, I wanna. I'll probably. I I got five cats, but I'll probably get another one. You know, I, I just, yeah. I don't know. Five's like the magic number for me. I mean, I just, they're all, yeah. they're all so unique. I, I, I don't know how to explore. I mean, even my baby boy, man, he's, he's my little monster, the two-year-old. I mean, he's a pain, mm-hmm. in the, he's a pain in the ass, but he's unique. They're all unique. You know, they're all unique. Yeah. But there's they're only like one. all of us. And, uh, I miss seeing you at the world series. I was down there. I saw you. I just, you were busy and I was busy. I didn't want to disturb you. And I go, well, I must, I'll have to just cross paths with this guy down the road. Wasn't, yeah. wasn't this trip. Yeah. Maybe next trip. You got it, my man. All right. Well, your friend sent me that email or your assistant. I'll send you that and we'll open up a little uh, more dialogue. And uh, I'm proud of you though, brother, for Thank- being an open and honest soul and not being a phony or, you know, kind of, uh, you know, it's hard to open your soul to the world and just tell it like it is, especially in the dark days. Yep. All right. All right. Sounds good. That's courage. All right, man. God bless, brother. Good luck in your next tournament. Hope to see you with the winner's bracelet. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, brother. You Over and out. God bless. You got it. So yeah. somebody somebody just uh, just asked in my chat, am I a better poker player than Eric Seidel? Not only am I a better poker player than Eric Seidel, it ain't even close. And if you don't believe me, you can ask him. Now, am I a better Nolan and Holden player than Eric Seidel? That's the question. I'd say... No, but I'm right close. I mean, if he's a better, it's this much. But Eric will tell you how. I mean, I help him with his mixed games and stuff. Eric, Eric don't play cash games and he don't play mixed games. I mean, I mean, I'm a thousand times better than him in every other game beside No Limit Hold'em and maybe PLO. He's probably PLO and No Limit Hold'em uh, tournament. Uh, he's he's just a, maybe a smidge better 
But all the other games, I'm just I'm better than him, every one of them, uh, and I'm better than him in all catch games. So uh, if you don't believe me, you can ask him; he'll tell you. So uh, that's not a that's not a egotistical comment. That's just fact. Uh, it, but uh, you know, no limit. Uh, I used to be better. I'm close again. We're close. We're both real close. So different type of. Our styles are almost the same. The only difference is, is he never says a word, never shows a hand uh, unless he's on TV and has to show his hand. Uh, me, I like showing when I have a lot of big hands. So then when I bluff people, they just keep remembering when I was, I'm showing them when I have it all the time. Uh, that's just the, my motto. It's the way I like to play. Uh, so anyways... Um, yeah, so uh, I'm glad we talked a lot about poker on this show. You know, I try to stay away from politics as much as I can. Uh, it's absolutely, and I'll say it to anybody out there, anybody that can even one-tenth believe that Trump had secret doc, nuclear documents that he was going to sell to the Saudis or to Russia or any is complete Trump derangement syndrome. And they should literally, literally go check themselves in to a psychologist, psychiatrist, ASAP, because that I don't, I, I don't want to sit. Cause I, again, I'm not a big Trump fan any, as a person. I, I, I mean, as a president compared to Biden, he's, He's a fucking 10 and Biden's a one. And that's not partisan. That's just fact. I mean, Biden doesn't even know where he's at. I mean, the other day it took him 45 seconds to put his jacket on. The, the man is, it's elder abuse. It's nothing against Biden. He, it's elder abuse. He doesn't know where he's at half the time. He fucking has dementia. He has Alzheimer's probably. Uh, who the fuck knows? He can't put two sentences together. I mean, it's just fact. And uh, again, 19 out of 20 Trump-backed candidates one are advancing from the midterms. Trump is getting powerful again. They will stop at nothing, nothing to take him out. And he will never see the White House again. They will, first they released COVID on the world to take him out. Now they released this fucking raid on the world to take him out. And, and if these two don't work, they'll, they'll probably kill him. I mean, I don't, I just know they'll never let him see power again. And I don't know why he just doesn't let Ron DeSantis have the helm. And then the Republicans win 60 seats in the Senate, 100 seats in the House, and DeSantis is able to move the country fucking in the right direction because uh, DeSantis is Trump without the baggage. That's the bottom line. He's Trump without the baggage. There ain't nothing else to say, you know? Yeah. They don't even know Michael Barry. They don't even know about about Michael Flynn getting set up they and the entrapment. They don't know nothing. They don't know about Crossfire Hurricane, how the FBI, what they used to, 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 to get the warrant. They don't know nothing. They don't do any research. They don't know anything. You know what I mean? They just don't know. They just don't know. They're uneducated buffoons, okay? They watch whatever MSNBC or CNN calls. When I talk about certain, certain things politically on the show here, 
they don't go look it up and say, wow, Mike's right. I didn't even know that even existed. They still think Trump told people to drink bleach. They still think Trump told told uh, neo-Nazis that they were fine people. They still think that Trump told uh, uh Putin uh, put that Putin put bounties on American soldiers heads. They st- I, I, there's so many conspiracies that they made up that were proven false. These are things they still think. So the, I could list 10. You guys that, that, that are on the right know what I'm talking about. There's like 10 made up fucking lies that, that they made up about Trump that have all been proven to be false that uh, they that, that 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 the people on the left still think is true. So, I mean, literally Every fucking buffoon on the left that I talk to still thinks that Trump told people to ingest bleach and still thinks that Trump called neo-Nazis fine people. All fake news and not true. And uh, on that note, we'll be back next week. Yeah. So I'll let you know. Hopefully uh, Flash is going next week. Uh, I don't know how he's going to make it through the weekend. I know he looked good when you saw him, but uh, he's been struggling. Um, We're going to be back next Friday. um, And then uh, I told you, it's Golf Digest, the golf thing. Uh, We'll have some video up on the channel after we film this. And then it'll be the Bicycle Club WPT end of the month. I'll see you next week. We're going to have a special guest next week on the mouthpiece. I'll see you then. Thanks, you guys. I appreciate you all. The Mouthpiece.